The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Lemon, osmosis, carbonated, filtered, distilled. Are we in trouble? Well, that goes with which side of the bed that you woke up on this morning. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I'm back with you today. I'm your super waterman, ambassador for water. Gonna have some serious, serious great guests today. His name is Mike Walsh. He writes about sports in the uh, Berkshire Eagle. Super psyched to have in him with the us. Abundance of water. The fool will get thirsty. Super thirsty. You're listening to And So It Flows. I am your host. Your super water man ambassador for H2O, bringing you all things water from the heart of the Berkshires. 89.7 WTBR Pittsfield Community Radio and available for you on podcast. Also with uh, Google and with Amazon and Apple and our friends at Stitcher and everywhere else that you get your podcast from. So you want to be a water lover and sign up and share it with your water loving friends become a subscriber it's free as water is free yes here we are uh right here in pittsfield got some great tunes for you in a couple of uh in about 30 minutes we're gonna have mike walsh the senior sports writer with the berkshire eagle we'll be talking about the josh billings event as well as some other really cool water recreational stuff because one of the cool things about water is it's really fun to recreate with and by. So that's another good reason to keep it clean. And we've got some water news coming soon. Uh, stay tuned. But first, a little something from Leon Bridges uh, for a song called River. Traveling these wide roads for so long My heart's been far from you Ten thousand miles gone Oh, I want to come near and give Every part of me But there's blood on my hands And my lips are unclean in my darkness, I remember Mama's words reoccur to me. Surrender to the good thought and then wipe your slate clean. Take me to your river. I wanna go. A go. Take me to your river I want to know Dip me in your smooth waters I go in As a man with many crops Come up for air As my sins flow down the Jordan Oh, I want to come here and give every part of me. But there's blood on my hands. 
and my lips are unclean. Take me to your river. You're listening to And So It Flows. We are your only show for H2O right here at 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, and also podcasts in the world of podcasting. 
out there in the world on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Audible, as well as Stitcher and pretty much anywhere else you get your uh, episodes and podcasts from. All water, all the time, coming from the heart of the Berkshires. Today we're going to have a special guest. His name is Mike Walsh. He's the head sports writer for our friends at the Berkshire Eagle. He's going to come in and talk about some water sports that happen here in the wonderful world of the Berkshires and beyond. And uh, super excited that he's going to be with us second half of the show, so tune on in. And in the meantime, we got a little bit of news coming your way, some water-related news. This is uh, really quite local and quite national and quite an international story. Let's just say there's focus happening in the Pittsfield area on things that could be an issue and are an issue for water. There, This is coming from the Berkshire Edge. There are three additional lawsuits uh, and some more lawsuits that are happening soon. Um, but these are the three Berkshire County civil lawsuits alleging PCB-related cancers. And they are going after General Electric and Monsanto. Attorney Damas Bosworth says there are many more cases coming. In separate lawsuits filed in Berkshire County's Superior Court this week, three residents alleged that extensive exposure to the now-banned polychlorinated biphenols, also known as PCBs, emanating from Pittsfield's Allendale <clears throat> Elementary School, caused cancer to themselves or family members. The documents, about 100 pages each, came uh, name General Electric Company and Monsanto Company as defendants, along with subsequent iterations and owners of such businesses. In the filings... Attorneys, independent sole practitioners Thomas Bosworth and John Stewart alleged that the GE facility Hill 78 served as a hazardous waste storage site for PCBs manufactured by Monsanto and used by GE in its products. <laughs> PCBs have since been declared as toxins that are harmful to human and environmental health. According to the complaints, Hill 78 was 40 feet uphill from the Allendale Elementary School and PCB-laden soil from its site was used as playground landfill when the school was created. The filings reflect various studies that, that allege unacceptable PCB levels have remained and continue to remain in the area's soil and air. The pleadings further cite a 2006 letter from local physicians, then Pitchfield Mayor James Roberto, stating that due to its close proximity to Hill 78, Allendale children are at a potential health risk and their right to attend an environmentally safe school cannot be assured. Further allegations include a statement that currently the school lacks a bottom liner to protect against PCBs seeping out of the soil during rainstorms. There are several, several families that are filing suit and more are coming. This is putting a spotlight on what is a national and international issue uh, right here on the city of per uh, Pittsfield in the Berkshires in general, and even in the town of Lee, which is a next-door neighbor to Pittsfield, where there is a proposed PCB dump for the town of Lee and on the border of Lennoxdale, uh, contiguous to each other. And uh, for a little bit of iteration on that, I'm going to turn to myself and say, General Electric, 
I'm happy to have you come on the air and share your side of the story. And there might be something in this for you. This could be your digital camera moment. Like Kodak invented the digital camera. Can GE and Monsanto come up with ways to clean this waste out without using a dump? Can you science the heck out of it? As Matt Damon said on the show The Martian, the, the movie. And again, uh, you can, GE, if you are listening, someone there, you can actually reach out to our producers here and so it flows at gmail.com and we'll start a conversation, you know, because open to all sides. And then also I'll be reaching out to some of the families and Attorney Bosworth to see if we could have some of those folks on the air sharing about their story. Because really, bottom line, PCBs are like the OG of forever chemicals. And like it or not, we're going to have to figure out a way to clean it up and keep it. And, you know, especially if there's going to be a revitalization of the city and the surrounding area, you're going to want to deal with the Vita part. That's life itself. And water represents that. Got some more tunes coming your way. Then we're going to have a little bit of a poem uh, called Rivers. uh, And that'll be coming uh, pretty soon. So stay tuned. Let's see what do we got that. We had Lake of Fire to start off the uh, show. And right before Lake of Fire, we to really start off the show, we had the song River by Leon Bridges. Lake of Fire. Uh, that was a live version uh, by Nirvana, and it is a cover of a Meat Puppets tune, Lake of Fire. We got another one coming up, and this is uh, Bob Seeger, Fire Lake. So Lake of Fire and Fire Lake.
You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I'm your super waterman, your ambassador for water, right here at 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, every Tuesday at 2 p.m. That's when you could catch the show live. You could live stream it at WTBRFM.com, or you could listen on podcast, uh, subscribe to one of them over at Google or Apple or Amazon or Stitcher, or anywhere else you get your uh, podcast from. So it's super psyched to have you as a water-loving subscriber. It's the way we get the water consciousness out into the world. A lot of music, a lot of news, a little bit of poetry too. So let's uh, run on over to this little gem of a poet, Ginger Murchison. And this is her... Sh- uh, this is her poem, The River, or simply River, actually. Late afternoons, we tuck up our hems under Manissa Bridge, scrape our white knees on scrub brush, and drown trees to slide down the dirt bank, past milkweed, gone to seed, cattails, and trash to sit on stones at the edge of the river and giggle and smoke waiting to wolf whistle north high's rowing team in the shadows where the milk chocolate river unfolded ooze between our toes we'd strip 
risk long-legged insects, leeches and mothers for the silt slick on our thighs, the air thick with smell of honeysuckle mud the rest of the day, somewhere downstream, we didn't know why, but none of us wanted to go home to polite kitchens and mothers, patiently waiting for what happened next, the way women have always waited for hunter husbands, kept vigils and prayed at the entrance of mines. That's Ginger Murchison and her poem, The River. Uh, kudos to Poetry Foundation for providing that. You can find out more about Poetry Foundation at poetryfoundation.org. We're here. It's 2.27 p.m. on Tuesday, September 5th. And uh, really psyched to have in studio for a quick hello and then a full interview in about five minutes. Uh, we have my friend... His name is Mike Walsh. Mike, say hi to our water-loving listeners. Hello, everyone. Hi, hi, Leslie. Thank you for having me. That was that was quite a poem. That was it was deep. Yeah, it, yeah. Got, it got much deeper than I, I thought originally it was going to get, and that was yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> hit home like late. Yeah, that's one of the cool things about water. You can actually have very you know either fluid conversations, deep conversations, and conversations that are really light and just surface. Yeah, it spans the history of the world. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, as it were. So it's yeah. it's really Back to the hunter gatherers. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks for being here, and uh, you'll be for on sure. in about five minutes. We'll bring you on, and uh, Mike, for those of you who don't know, is the uh, sports editor over at the Berkshire Eagle. We'll talk sports and a little bit more around water sports specifically. And all of that recreational love and uh, feeling good about yourself and your body. So uh, keep on being with us. We've got a little bit more music coming your way. Let's see what do we got here. This is another drinking water song. Um, this one by Melissa Etheridge. Bring me some water. Got my 
You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I am your super water man, ambassador for water. We're here at 89.7 WTBR FM Pittsfield Community Radio. And that water consciousness is coming straight from the Berkshires, the heart of the Berkshires, the city of Pittsfield. Strong city. Used to house incredible amounts of uh, industry. And now we're coming out the other side of it, and uh, that's going to be a whole bunch of fun. But in the meantime, super excited to have with me in the studio today, have uh, Mike Walsh, who is the sports editor over at the Berkshire Eagles. Say hi. 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 Hi, Leslie. Hi, everyone. Um, Actually, something funny is that as you were talking before before that song, I was like, "Oh, I'm thirsty," which I imagine must happen to a lot of your listeners. Exactly, they find themselves thirsty. So I had to run out to my car and get my water, actually, <laughs> <laughs> so I can have some water while we talk some water here. Uh, you know, some people <laughs> even uh, sent emails in and say, you know, they hold off on going swimming until they listen <laughs> to this show. So it's 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 really really cool to have you here. And why don't you tell our water loving uh, audience what you what what you do like sure. when you when you started and like sure yeah i i've um so uh, i've been in the berkshires since uh, i'm actually i think coming up on 10 years now um i moved out here around 2000 i can't re- can never remember if it was 2013 or 14 uh for a job down in great barrington um at a, a weekly newspaper down there um that kind of when it's when it's course over the course of a few years and i joined the eagle as a sports writer in uh, 2017, uh, September of 2017. So I'm coming up on six years now with the Eagle. I've been the sports editor since sometime during COVID. It's uh, <laughs> things got things got hairy there for a bit. I um, when sports went away, there were no sports uh, during the start of COVID. Um, they kind of have the sports department used us elsewhere. Uh, we pinch hit some news, some cops and courts. Um, and then the, the former sports editor moved over to the news desk and, uh, they brought me back to run the sports department and then slowly sports came back and now we're, we're back. I, our big football preview came out today. So sports are definitely back. How and big of a preview was it? Was it like a, a middle fold? Uh, so yeah, our, we, we started this three years ago, actually coming out of the, co- coming out of COVID. Um, when, when football came back, we, our deadlines got altered. We got a new press. Things got shifted around with our print schedule, and um, we have 9 o'clock deadlines Friday nights now, and that is a problem given that Friday night football lasts to right around 9 o'clock, so we weren't going to get any coverage into our weekender, our big weekender paper, and then we don't print again until Tuesday, uh, physical copy anyway. So we came up with, uh, me and some other people brainstormed, and we came up with a big, it's a big uh, five pages usually pull-out section, uh, comes out every Tuesday for the next 8 to 10, 12 weeks, however long teams last. Um, into the postseason, and uh, this is our first one, so it's a preview. Uh, all eight teams are in there um, from Berkshire County, um, north to south, and uh, everybody got kind of a little glance. A couple X Factor schedules are in there. We got uh, Jesse Kolodkin is our beat, our main football beat guy. He is column. His first column is in there, and that's where all you'll find all game coverage coming out. So next Tuesday, this this coming weekend will be opening weekend. So we've got coverage of all the games. Um, everything does go online that night as soon as we can. Um, it's just people wanted it um, in their hands. <laughs> so this, totally, was the, totally. this was the way to get it. You know, that's, that's what I find really cool about the Berkshires is that there still is a big connection to what I call, and a lot of people are calling the new people coming up, legacy media. Sure. It's yeah. a brand that people love. Uh, they w- still want to touch it and feel it, mm-hmm. and uh, you. Yeah, I'm. That. I'm constantly surprised at. Um, I would say you know the the industry that I'm in isn't super growth all over the world, um, but I'm constantly surprised when I hear things from other places, from other friends, and you know colleagues in other areas. Um, compared to what we have here, is 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 vastly different. I, I have to say. Um, so a little bit about yeah. let, let's jump into <laughs> some areas around water. Sure. Um, now, Let's since see. we just touched on football, mm-hmm. uh, 
Do does the football team or uh, maybe during the summer games have any kind of chillers that they throw at the students when they're when oh, it's hot that's outside? Good. That's a good or? question. Um, that that's a good question for this coming because given the weather this week is, I guess, our hottest of the summer um, right now. I would say out there. So I'm curious, yeah, to see what that what that does to affect. I was just thinking about that earlier. What that does to affect this coming weekend's games because usually you're out there. Friday night football, we think we're we're bundled up in coats on the sidelines, um, you know, shivering, got boots on to, to keep our feet warm, and uh, this could be this could be a little different. Um, there's not a ton of summer football from from what I understand out here in general. Um, there, there's summer basketball, baseball, summer ton of summer baseball. Um, obviously, with the the Suns and the Steeple Cats and all manner of youth and adult leagues. Um, uh, yeah, the, those. You're talking like the sprayers, I think. Yeah, yeah. like those yeah. sprayers, mm-hmm. uh, or maybe their hydration, you know, systems. I was always jealous. I was in the, um, I was, I never played football. I was in the marching band in high school um, and in college, and I was always jealous of the, yeah, the hydration systems that they would wheel out for the football teams, and we would be out there for marching band doing two a days, just, just the same. I would argue, um, and they would have, yeah, all these contraptions where it's, you know five spouts on one giant Gatorade tin or whatever <laughs> spewing water everywhere and, and we were kind of stuck with, with what we were bringing for ourselves but uh, yeah yeah, there's a lot of a lot of wacky contraptions on the sidelines of football games that if you're not you're not familiar with the sport you're, you're kind of yeah, confused yeah. by <laughs> so yeah you know one thing that uh, we have in common I was also in a marching band no, there you go. So <laughs> didn't uh, didn't write for the paper but I I actually wrote for my college paper so Cool. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, a couple of things. Uh, now, water sports. Sure. That's the other. So that's the, this is the big weekend. Um, it's not usually like this. Uh, we usually have a week in between opening week of football and the Josh Billings. But because of, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm blanking out which one of the, is the Jewish holiday coming up next weekend. I think it's Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. And yeah. I think there's one a couple weeks after that too. But yeah, anyway. The, Kipper. Yeah. yeah. So the, the Josh Billings run aground, which is a huge deal out here. People call it, you know, the world championships of the Berkshires kind of deal. Um, that is usually, and I say usually for, for the last 46 years has been the third Sunday of September. Um, they moved it up a week this year to avoid Rosh Hashanah and um, allow you know, those people who would celebrate um, otherwise be able to participate. So yeah, sure. now that's this Sunday, which is also opening weekend for football. So it's, it's a busy time for us at the paper, but yes, yeah, this is, this is it. Um, we're now four or five days out from, is, um, is the, that a triathlon? It is. Yes, it is technically a run aground triathlon. Um, there are people who iron it. It's not a typical triathlon, which I think would involve swimming. This one involves paddling, um, uh, but yes, it's biking, paddling, running. Um, there are a fair amount of iron people typically, um, but also a bunch of teams. Any manner of t- uh, it's always funny because you're you're at the the uh, celebration afterwards, which is at Camp Mackinac um, this year and actually last year too. And you're just waiting for all the groups to cycle through. Um, you win a mug. Um, it's <laughs> you know, top three in each category, but there's like forty odd categories. So there's you know there's obviously the Iron Man, Iron Woman. Um, there's tin teams, which is two people doing it. Um, there's paddleboard, which is what I do. There's canoes, kayaks, all manner of different of those. There's three-man teams, four-man teams, mixed teams, men and women. There's, uh, I think there's an all-Berkshire category if all everyone on your team is from uh, the 413 and, and et cetera. So it's, yeah, there's, <laughs> there, there is a lot going on. Um, what about the when the paddling and the water mm-hmm. sports portion of it, like kayaking and canoeing? How, how long is the... Is the course? Uh, so the course is uh, it's at Bennett Stockbridge Bowl, I believe, all but maybe one of the years. Um, the year, if you remember, there was an algae bloom at Stockbridge Bowl. Uh, I want to say 2018, maybe. Um, they moved it to Richmond Pond. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it's two trips around Stockbridge Bowl, almost fully. Um, you start at the uh, boat ramp on Interlaken Road, um, which is uh, just kind of you continue on past Tanglewood if you're driving that way, and you'll you'll come across it on your left. Uh, starting lines there you go around once and then twice you don't quite make it back to the boat ramp you stop at camp Makinak where you hand off or throw your baton slash wristband to the uh the runner on your team or if you're iron or tinning you get off your boat and start running <laughs> uh but yes it's uh, i want to say five and a half miles something like that 
Nice. Mm -hmm. That's nice. That's super nice. Now, who was Josh? You know, I'm I'm originally <laughs> from New York, so like that is yeah I that that is a, a common Josh question. Um, Josh Billings was a, from what I understand, a humorist is what they call him, a, a writer, um, general kind of whatever that title means to you from back in the day has a bunch of famous quotes um one of them happens to be i believe to finish is to win which has become the quote of the josh billings run aground um someone else could give you a lot more history about this uh but it's it's started i think we're in 47th year of it right now Whoa. so 47 odd years ago and i've talked to some of the people who are you know founding members of it uh in the past for for some other stories that i've done on it um different anniversaries uh different people uh, patty patty specter uh just retired um she was the race director of it for 21 years uh she retired at the end of the last one uh but yeah it's kind of become to finish is to win because it's granted it is very competitive and the some of the top teams out there are are very impressive there's some very very good paddlers very strong runners very strong bikers uh in the berkshires and that come from all over to compete in this um yeah. but at the same time people finishing is is winning um in in uh yeah and i guess in i guess josh billings fashion um but i, I don't know a ton about him as as, as uh as who he was other yeah. than, other than I'll, that i'll look more of that up <laughs> and a quick quick note that i i thought uh is what what uh, oh before we go any further sure. for those who are just tuning in you're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. And I'm having a conversation with uh, Mike Walsh, uh, editor of sports editor for the Berkshire Eagle. I'm your super waterman ambassador for water. Question was this, is what other water sports are big here in Berkshire County? That's a good question. I've So I, I came out here... Um, I'm a, I'm a big snowboarder. Um, so when I got out here, That's that was water. The, yes, yeah, it's a di different kind of water. Um, and and I was always I'm always super excited. And people are like, Hi, you know, I have friends out in Boston and New York, and you know, I'm I'm in the middle of you know all of that, uh, but pretty far away from most of my friends. And they're like, What do you do out there? I'm like, Well, I have five ski mountains that are great within you know 40 minute drive of my house, and it's amazing. Um, but as I've, I've gotten into water, actually more over the past few years, I want to say it was kind of during COVID when um, I bought a paddle board. I, I sampled them. Uh, the Arcadian shop in Lenox puts on, it used to be on Wednesday nights, like a just try to try paddle boarding course um, for free down at, at Stockbridge Bowl. So I went over, checked it out, and immediately was like, this is really cool. I'm a snowboarder, so I'm like, oh, yeah, it's another board that I can kind of go around on. Um, I kayaked a little bit in the past, but not never like seriously or anything just on occasion um are there any high schools that do water sports at all like water there are polo or uh crew um swimming sw yeah there's a bunch of uh, unfortunately fewer and fewer swim teams since i've been out here um but the 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 kids that swim and the teams that swim are very good at it monument mountain is a very big swim program um pittsville high still has a team taconic has a team wakona has a team um, it's sort of dwindled a bit. There are 11 schools out here. I'm sure at some point most or if not all had swim teams. Um, it is um, somewhat dwindling in that, but the, the teams that are there are very good. Uh, there's a couple crew teams. Um, high school-wise, I know for a fact Lennox has a crew team. Um, that's not quite as uh, prevalent, I guess, uh, overall. It's a very obviously expensive sport, I think, but uh, there is Berkshire Community Rowing, I, I, I would mention, um, if anyone is interested in trying that out, you that's where we met, was yeah, at yeah. Um, the Waterfront Festival put on by BCR. You were and, in uh, some kind of cardboard, <laughs> yes. uh, cardboard vessel there. So. Yeah, yeah, I had I had some buddies coming out to, uh, we were supposed to go play disc golf, um, but that, that came across my desk, and I was like, hey, you guys want to go check this out, because I was going to do the paddleboard race in the morning. Um, and they took it and ran with it, with uh, showing up with a boatload of cardboard, and... Uh, yeah, we built a we built a cardboard boat, you could call it, and it, it floated for a little while. I, I was able to paddle it decently. Um, didn't have any kind of rudder system. That was that was the biggest issue. I kept spinning in circles. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot a lot of water stuff you can find if you look for it, um, and that's kind of what I've I've come to realize since I started paddleboarding is the amount of places and the amount of cool places. Um, uh, the last week I took a. I, I'm typically at Pontusic just because that's the closest one to me. And if I want to get a workout in on the paddleboard, I'll just go down to Pontusic and, and spin it. 
Um, but uh, Lake Ashmere, I went up to the other day, and it's it's just beautiful. Where, um, where is Lake Ashmere? That's Hin- I want to say it's Hinsdale. The the boat ramp itself is kind of hidden, which I kind of like it. It kind of makes it like a little hidden thing. Um, it's just like on the corner of a side road, and you just kind of go into the woods and you drive down a dirt road for a bit, uh, and you get there. Um, another one was I think it's called Big Pond, um, which is in maybe Beckett. Otis, somewhere over that area. Yeah. Um, I went over with, with Joel Picos, who's one of the one of the I'd say one of the best paddlers out here, a kayaker. Um, was at the national championships a couple weeks ago, and he's won. He won the Berkshire Paddle Series. Um, Ch- Chocolate Bowl and Cookie Bowl are two um, races on Stockbridge Bowl. Uh, he runs these Tuesday paddle sessions just to kind of get out there with people, and uh, he took us down to I think it's called Big Pond again, um, and to get. Uh, the boat ramp's not too hard to find, but then you get on the water and you have to paddle a, like a long canal almost, like a nice little easy river for, I think, set, like uh, three quarters of a mile to get to the pond, lake, whatever, have, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's, it's kind of neat. Yeah, it's very secluded, very cool. You know, that's, that's, that's what I've come to realize about being out here is that there's, there's so many options. Onoda, Stockbridge Bowl... Um, Cheshire Reservoir I love going out on because the, the, the views of the mountains there especially over the next couple weeks are going to be really really nice uh, if you want to be out there seeing some leaves leaves are peeping yeah yeah there's no better place to see them than out on an open lake um, yeah so I think uh, the Berkshires has about another one week of summer left and yeah. then it gets like well, we're, we're packing it this week it seems I, I know. almost 90 degrees in. right now yeah. <laughs> get it all in this is our this is our uh, we're having our uh, end of summer one week drought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got, it was very. That was the that was the big issue with with water this this summer was uh, how how much it was affecting summer sports. Um, mm-hmm. The the Pittsfield Suns had I think fourteen fifteen games affected by rain, um, and that's the big story now with with their um, Wakona Park Restoration Committee. Our Howard Herman, um, one of my reporters. Uh, columnist he's been all over that at every meeting um so you can read up on all of that if you want to find out what they're doing to kind of avoid the water <laughs> situation because wakona park is uh was it flooding inf- wakona park is an infamous uh floodplain uh the the outfield is essentially on or in or on slash in a river depending on who you talk to the parking lot becomes a giant pool um wow. during heavy rains it's it makes for some interesting pictures uh they hosted the um Pittsfield Babe Ruth hosted the Babe Ruth Baseball 15-year-old New England Regional this year. And they had to be in, like, paddle, paddle, <laughs> I, I pulled into the parking lot, and uh, I think actually only one day was affected by rain, rain, but uh, I I, pull, I remember pulling into the parking lot, and this this is an event that brought um, essentially the, the, the top 15-year-old baseball team from all six New England states. Uh, so people from all over who have never heard of Wakona Park, uh, show up and, and see it, and uh, I, I laugh because I chuckle. Uh, I pull into the parking lot for one of the first games, and a, a minivan from with like main plates on it, license plates on it, is stuck in the middle of the parking lot because it's just underwater. Yeah. <laughs> and the water is up to up to his you know wheel wells. Um, Amazing. And so that's what they're that's what they're trying to I guess build around slash out of with this renovation project because Wakona Park. The, I mean, the bottom line was that the grandstands were. Um, yeah, no it longer can, usable. <laughs> it could definitely, it could definitely take away pieces of the structure, or pieces of sure. Yeah, it's know. yeah. The outfield had to be shortened. Um, they put up temporary fencing. Sometimes it just yeah that that's that's an issue um, right now for for baseball fans. And this is a big baseball area. As big of it is water area. It's it's this is these are baseball folk here. Yeah, uh, great team by the way, the Pittsfield team. And um, yeah, it's like, it's those games are a lot of fun. Um, it's something I didn't really grow up with, but I spent a summer on Cape Cod, um, working in the Cape Cod baseball league out there and just, yeah, kind of fell in love with that style of it. Um, so, uh, I would love to host, uh, someday, but I have to figure out my own living living situation and we'd have to convince my wife to, uh, allow us to, uh, keep a 20 year old on our basement couch or something for the (laughs) summer. So <coughs> if, people wanna, if people want to follow your, your writing, sure. what do they do? Uh, so you can find me um, at Um If you find my face, click on it. Really just go to the click on the sports tab. You're going to find me somewhere in there. Um, 
I'm writing a couple, handful of stories a week. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at WalshWrites89, um, on Instagram at WalshWrites, um, kind of, yeah, just all over. Um, and you'll just, if you see me out there, I'm at, I'm at a bunch of games. We're going to be at a bunch of games. Kinda, this He's is going to be on a paddleboard at Josh Billings. <laughs> if you see me at the Josh. Yeah, we'll be out in full force uh, Sunday. I, I just actually sent an email to um, the new race director there, just checking in on uh, making sure all of my staff, because I'm going to be, I'm going to be involved in the event, so yeah, uh, might be out of contact um, for a while, but making sure that they can get where they need to go, because we're going to have a couple people roaming, looking for stories, talking to people that they see, and then uh, Howard will be at the finish line where he usually is, covering the kind of race itself. We'll have a photographer out there, Jillian, taking pictures. Um, it's It really is a huge event. Um, at last check, I haven't, so I, I wrote a preview on it about a month, uh, three weeks ago now, because it was like a month to go, and and the the thing was that there was there was nothing wrong <laughs> over the past five years, however long really I've been at the Eagle. It's you know every year there's something, something's changed, something's wrong. They got an obstacle, they got a hurdle, the algae bloom, um, COVID. They went vir- they went uh, virtual for a bit, uh, changing the finish line, changing the running route a bit, uh, altering all sorts of stuff. So this year it was kind of really quiet. And I was like, oh, this is you know, uh, Abby Chaput, who's the new race director. I was like, oh, you got you got to kind of you know a nice easy entry into this. Um, so hopefully it continues that way and, and things go smoothly Sunday, but it's going to be, you know, yeah, thousands of people. And um, so cheer on, uh, cheer on the Berkshire Eagle, cheer on. Its, uh, <laughs> yes. It's a team dad bod trio. We are, we are the dad bod trio now. Nice. I, yeah. With nice. A, a cycler Good. and a runner. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, thanks again for joining. And so it flows. Thanks for being with us. Of course. Yeah. And uh, I'll let you know when the podcast is ready so you can share it. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll get it out there. Your followers. Yeah. And in the meantime, I just appreciate the time you took. For sure. And uh, see you out there on Sunday. All right. We'll see you yeah. around. <laughs> All right. See you on the water. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I am your super water man, ambassador for water. We'll be here for another couple of minutes. We got another really cool tune. Pete Seeger, Waist Deep in the Big Muddy. Is it coming? Who knows? Where is Waist Deep? It's supposed to be here. Come on, Waist Deep in the Big Muddy. Yay. Here we go. We got it, it going. Was back in 1942, I was a member of a good platoon. We were on maneuvers in Louisiana one night by the light of the moon. The captain told us to ford a river. That's how it all begun. We were knee-deep in the big muddy, the big fool says to push on. The sergeant said, sir, are you sure this is the best way back to the base? Sergeant, go on, I forded this river about a mile above this place. It'll be a little soggy, but just keep slogging, we'll soon be on dry ground. We were waist-deep in the big muddy, the big fool says to push on. Well, the sergeant said, sir, with all this equipment, no man will be able to swim. Sergeant, don't be a nervous Nelly, the captain said to him, all we need is a little... Determination, men, follow me, I'll lead on. We were neck deep in the big muddy, the big fools has to push on. All at once, the moon clouded over, we heard a gurgling cry. A few seconds later, the captain's helmet was all that floated by. The sergeant said, turn around, men, I'm in charge from now on. And we just made it out of the big muddy With the captain dead and gone We stripped and dived and found his body Stuck in the old quicksand I guess he didn't know that the water was deeper Than the place he'd once before been Another stream had joined the big muddy About a half mile from where we'd gone We were lucky to escape from the big muddy When the big fool said to push on Well, I'm not going to point any moral, I'll leave that for yourself. 
Maybe you're still walking, you're still talking, you'd like to keep your health. But every time I read the paper, them old feelings come on. We're waist deep in the big muddy, the big fool says to push on. Waist deep in the big muddy, the big fool says to push on. Waist deep in the big muddy, the big fool says to push on. Waist deep, neck deep, soon even a tall man will be over his head. Where waist deep in the big muddy, the big fool says to push on. You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Thanks for tuning in today. We had a great guest. We had uh, some great H2O music. Just then was Pete Seeger, Waist Deep in the Big Muddy. Let's us think about the direction that you're taking, and are you going to be slogging through it and take all the suffering, or are you going to be finding a new path? And I, I think most, most people, myself included, are ready for that new path. So what's the new path that you want to chart? Because when you're ready for it, it will be right there in front of you. Next week, we're going to have some uh, another episode. Uh, we're going to create an episode by the name of... What's it called? No Soap Radio. Yeah, we're going to have a conversation about non-toxic soap. That stuff that you put on and goes down into the water. It better be non-toxic. Because that's an easy way... To help keep water clean. Super psyched. All this great stuff that happens when you have a conversation with and for water. You're listening to And So It Flows. Your only show for H2O. Want you to be a subscriber to the podcast. You go to Apple. You go to Google. You go to Amazon Audible. And then you also go to Stitcher. And anywhere else you get your podcasts. Look for And So It Flows. And we are your only show for H2O. uh, We're going to be tuning out now. Thanks again for being with us. And love your water. Lemon fizzy water. Sparkling water. Lemon. Osmosis. Carbonated. Fitted. Distilled. See? Abundance of water, the fool will get thirsty. <laughs>